Hey, geez, nuts and Lance Wacker, it just cost me. <laughs> This is Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary, brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm your host, Simon. Lance Waggerly's on vacation again. <laughs> Co-host here. No, I'm not. <laughs> I wish I was. I was about to say, whose voice could I say that was? Sounds like a Muppet. <laughs> it was your new po- uh, co-host. My new, my new wacky co-host. Wackerly. Wackerly. Wackerly too. Wackerberg. <sighs> Jewish co-host. Wacker, Wacker. Uh, we're a little delayed this week at the podcast because I've been plagued by uh, computer issues, which sucks. I know. Um, so today, I ended up... Uh, you know, I, I felt quite defeated by the whole thing. Yeah, I don't, I don't consider myself very tech savvy but i'm probably savvier in the tech world than the then who uh, than, than the A average 40 year old male uh in the midwest in iowa okay okay sure <laughs> <laughs> anyway i you know i i know where to get software get my software i never pay for software this is the first time well i guess i bought right. pro tools years not, ago it's not and it's not because you're like some uh you know, evangelist about like open source and you use like, op- no, you just like stealing it. I, you know, it, I just, I feel that it's a personal defeat when I have to purchase software. It's there. I could steal. I, maybe it's a Jewish sensibility. Maybe it's my tech savviness. I don't know, but I, you know, I've always prided myself on my ability. Okay. Whatever. I've always prided myself ability to be able to um, obtain software. Right. By some means. But you can't. No, so today you have no I was defeated. Pride. You know, I had to get uh, upgrade Pro Tools because you have to upgrade your fucking Mac OS X. I finally you know had to upgrade. Say. What do they say? They say that pride goeth before the fall. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. My pride, my pride, I swallowed my pride. I couldn't, I could not, I could not steal a copy of Pro Tools, so I had to go out and uh, actually buy an official upgrade. Um, like an elderly person. You had to buy software. Oh, but it, it, was, it was complicated, though. It wasn't just an easy installation of this. It, it's oh, no, changed I get so fed. much. But anyway, I go to Guitar Center, which is such a weird place anyway. And the only reason I went there is because... I know. You, you told me before you were going to go, and I was very excited. Because <laughs> Guitar Center is so funny. Well, it is a funny place. It's like a... It's like a, it's like where roadies go, and you know how funny roadies are. Roadies are only, the only thing funnier than a roadie is a carny. Well, roadies go there, but you know what, what's even better than the roadies is the bitter failed musician that has to be a guitar salesman. Isn't that what roadies are? No, roadies are the guys that move the equipment. They're even one step lower. I know, but isn't aren't roadies usually like, oh, I used to be in a band, but no, this is almost as good. I move Metallica's speaker. Well, those, but yeah, but those guys aren't the guys being like, well, you know, you could buy that Fender, but you could also upgrade to this. 
and then like bring like some riff and listen then, to the way listen to the listen to the way the pickup sound bro listen to the sustain <laughs> what's that from the sustain <laughs> and then, then a, they start just busting into stairway to heaven but admittedly and, and i've only been in guitar center once and that was like 15 years ago <laughs> so most of this is my imagination well no it, it they're all like that and especially in this Good. city, because in this city, it's all failed musicians. But what's what's interesting to me, and I guess it's been Did a you while, go to the one over on, uh, what is that? Sunset. Sunset, yeah. Like in, 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 that's the in one I went to. West Hollywood. It's a huge, it's huge. It's like two, it's like a whole Los Angeles city block. It's a massive, massive guitar center. And uh, yeah, they, those guys, I mean, some of them aren't like, I would say failed musicians. There's not musicians who have made it into like incredibly successful bands, but a lot of them still play around town and, and they sell their guitars. Uh, but what's interesting about this one is it's not just like, you know, some seventies musician that's like in his, you know, fifties now, sixties trying to sell you a guitar or some hipster, you know, that's in some indie folk band. It's like, there's the indie hipster guy. There's the metal dude. There's the folk rocker dude. And then there's also this whole like contingent of rap guys. Like just, yeah, because they need equipment. They need equipment Mikes, too. So mixers. Yeah, you know, and keyboards and uh, synthesizers. That's what they get. So it was kind of what, funny. Uh, like to, what about podcasters? Are you the only one in there? You know, it's funny. especially in Los Angeles. I sent like some. Big thing. Yeah, but I sent some disdain when I when I went in there and told them. Oh, what you I told them. I told you should them, have told well, them. Well, I had to tell them what I needed equipment for. <laughs> just say. What, say you're doing audio books. <laughs> I guess I could have done that. I, I'm yeah. not ashamed to say I'm a podcrafter. Oh, I'm not ashamed by the podcraft. I don't tell women that that I meet at a bar, but I don't. I'm not ashamed to tell some failed musician, "Hey, oh, yeah. long hair, I you know, find me point. the find me the newest version of Pro Tools." I need now. I need a podcasting mixer, and don't give me no back sass about it. <laughs> now, why don't you go get some face wash, clear up that acne? But uh, <laughs> yeah, he's like he's like 48, <laughs> horrible case of acne still. But anyway, I go in there and I'm talking to this guy. And the first guy that helps me is this. He didn't even help me. I had to go up there and ask. He was on the phone. And uh, I go up there and I ask him, you know, I ask him a question. I was like, excuse me. I'm looking at Pro Tools. He's like, what? And it's just some ghetto, really ghetto gangsta. Not ghetto, gangsta. A gangsta black dude. And he was like thugged out. And at first I was like, oh, maybe he doesn't Did he have work a grill? Here. He had the grill. He had a gold chain on. He had you uh, thought he didn't work diamond there. earrings. Well, at first I didn't. I, you know, I went up to him because it looked like he had worked there because it looked like he was wearing one of the shirts. But I was thinking maybe he doesn't work here because he's all thugged out. But he must be like a rapper guy, and that's what he you know he gets synths and makes yeah. beats, and he knows all the equipment. But uh, he goes over. and He's like, "Now nah, you want to buy this?" And I was thinking, you know, I don't want to upgrade to. Portal's expensive. It's like seven hundred dollars. Way overkill. We don't need to get that for this. For no. What we do. So Christ. I was like, well, can I get this, uh, you know, this $150, you know, interface thing that I can still record on? That'd, that'd be fine. He's just like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And he asked me and I was like, what do you mean? He's like, what are you doing? What do you do? What do you do with it? And I was like, well, and, you know, I didn't want to go out and say, cause I, you know, I wanted to have some street cred. He's like, what, right. what, what kind of music? He's like, what do you play? And I'm like, well, I don't really play. You see, me and my um, my co-host, I have a co-host, we do a podcast. My lifelong companion. <laughs> <laughs> my professional partner. Um, but he, I was like, uh, well, my, I would have paid to have been there. 
my co-host lives in Oakland, and uh, he's like, oh, so he's, so what's he play? I was like, he's, we're not playing anything. We, we talk and we do a podcast. He's like, oh, podcast. See, right. at least people know what podcasts are. I, maybe it's worse. But like five years ago, he would have been like, what the fuck is that? And then I would have had to explain, oh, well, we do a fake radio show. We think you know we... blogs? You know blogs? People read blogs? He's like, yeah, them whack-ass blogs. Oh, well, we just talk, and it's like a blog. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I, I was trying to explain it, and then I was thinking, God, I should have just Well, he probably it. knows. He No, he nowadays, well, in two, it's 2014, he knows what a podcast is. I think he thought, though, that we were playing music in this podcast, oh, and that's what we are recording it for. So he was trying yeah. to, like, sell me this, like, $800 Pro Tools setup. I ended up well, just no, getting No, I mean, he didn't care what the fuck you were going to do with it. He just wanted to make his commission. Yeah, so I ended up getting... I mean, I still ended up spending, like, 400 bucks to get an upgrade for my, my OS thing. But what was weird about it, so I'm explaining this to him, and he kept he kept stopping while he was talking. Excuse me. And he, I, he'd lift up his shirt. Guy was getting a page. He had a pager oh, on his belt. Pager. He's, he's not a, a drug dealer. He's not a doctor. He might have been a drug dealer. But do drug dealers even still use... Who uses pagers? Why? Because it's secure. I don't it's know. secure. <laughs> I just made that up. I don't know if it's secure or not. But he was he, using... You, you call back from a payphone and they can't trace it to you. But he wasn't. He was... I was watching him after we made our sale for a bit because I was trying to... I was still Are you sure around. it wasn't like some kind of a dialysis machine? No, I don't think he had renal failure... <laughs> Or I, I, I think he what like he, I don't think automatic he was insulin pump for diabetes. Yeah, I don't think he was monitoring his heart rate. I think what it was is it was maybe like, as a pacemaker. It was all blinged out. It was like kind of I don't know. It had like looked like gems on it or diamonds or something. It and was bedazzled. He was looking at it, yeah, it was bedazzled. And he was looking at it and be like, "Excuse me," and then he would walk over and then he'd take out his cell phone and call. Hmm. Yeah. So, so that does see if you're using your own cell phone, why get the page? Why not text? Is it something that, but this is a trend maybe in the status symbol, maybe in the urban community. Is it like vinyl? Well, I don't know. Maybe it's a hipster thing. I just think maybe we should get in on this trend. Because I mean, you, you're like, you already are in the vinyl. Like, you know, you can go on your computer and just download, you know, any song you ever wanted for a dollar, but you have like. 7,000 pounds of vinyl behind you. Yeah, but I like, I could, you know, I like records. I like collecting records. This guy's not right. collecting pagers, but it was definitely maybe a fashion he is. accessory. Maybe he has a pager for every day. He said it was blinged. Maybe it, was, maybe it goes out, goes with his outfit. I wanted to ask him about it and find out, like, no. where you get pager service, but I already didn't look cool enough with the podcasting, right. you know, confession. So I was kind of like, uh, well, but then I kept thinking about it. You know, I never had a pager back in the 90s. Did you? No, of course not. Did you want one? Those I were the glory one. days. Fuck no. You didn't want one? No. Why? I wanted one. Did you like getting messages when you like come back to your apartment? Like, oh, fuck, I got to listen to this recording now. Oh, it's my mom again. Great. This is going to take 15 minutes to listen to. I like the inflated sense of self-importance. <laughs> you know, I get to walk True. around being like, people care about <laughs> me. <laughs> but you, you know what? I remember wanting a pager because there are a couple kids in our school that had pagers. Kessler had a pager. Right. And oh, yeah. Uh, so his yeah. dad could call him? I, well, whatever. They look cool with it. Or girlfriend. It's not like he even knew you. any girls. I know, oh, I got totally. a booty call. <laughs> He's not a drug dealer. He's there just ain't some, no booty calling you, dude. He's like some fat 16-year-old. You know, it's like, who's <laughs> calling him? I, exactly. But, I mean, but there were some it's kids. Mom and it was dad. A, but it was an accessory, though. People had it. Cool kids had it. And I wanted one pretty bad. I mean, I think it was because of the, the, the hip-hop... 
you know, culture, like in uh, the 90s, that's when Dr. Dre was releasing albums. Those guys all had pagers. You're going to page Yeah, me a little bit of gold and a pager. Yeah, you that's know, it, it looked cool, so it became an accessory. It even hit mid-Michigan. And I remember I wanted one really bad, and I asked my mom for one. And my brother, who never even, my brother never talked to anybody in our house. He just came in, went into the basement, and then we'd come out the next morning to go to school. Never, I mean, he was just in a drug haze, never said anything. But he was walking by when I was asking my mom for a pager. And he like, and I remember that, I totally remember this clearly because he just crushed my dreams. I was in there, I was like, well, I, you know, I want a pager. And uh, Jeff's like, why do you need a pager? Who's going to call you? Or who's going to page you, mom? <laughs> and I was like, well. Harsh. And then, but then I was thinking about it. I'm like, you know, she probably would be the only person who would ever page me. Yeah. Well, Kessler could have paged you. I guess we could have paged each other. Except you guys were always together. Hanging out. So. Well, I was hanging out with all my friends who would have had pagers, so there would have been no point. I, I just, the, the, the point of this is I wanted a fucking pager back then. Why is it too now late to Now you're an adult and you can afford one. I'm thinking of getting one. I might even start my own company called D's Pagers. <laughs> These perhaps, Pagers? Perhaps I can get you a deal on one, Wankerly. Uh, so you have to... Don't you watch Mad Men? You have to make me feel like I need it. You have to manufacture a need. Well, once you see how cool... I, next time I come up to the Bay Area... No. You being <laughs> cool is not the way to make me feel like I need it. Well, you'll see how many people page me, and then I call them back on my cell phone, like this guy. Yeah, you need a you need like a video of like teens like rapping about it, and maybe one will be riding a skateboard and then looking at his pager. Uh, maybe some that are on the beach on spring break. I need Rihanna. To, I need Rihanna to post a picture on Instagram of her using a pager, my pager, one of these pagers. <laughs> you got that to Rihanna think about. hookup. <laughs> you know, you could I could page you and be like, hey, Wackerly. Uh, maybe after the podcast, we can go watch some World Cup. The World's what? Cup? Can you type messages in there, or is it just a phone number? People used to, you'd have codes, right? You'd be like 911. That means, like, call me right away or something. So I'd have a code. So what would our podcasting code be? Uh, eight, 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 <laughs> eight. How many digits do you get? So when you get that, do you just throw the pager in the garbage and walk away? No, that's what happens. Or I skip it like a stone out into the, out into the bay. Wackerly, are you as irritated by the World Cup uh, as I am now? I'm pretty irritated, I must say. Normally, I would just ignore it, but it's it's getting harder and harder to ignore. Like I listen to I listen to NPR at work because that my radio in my building won't get AM radio, which is my preference is AM, but. I only get FM, so I have you know you can only listen to like rock top forty stations or NPR, or maybe some sports. But fucking listening to radio on sports is ridiculous. Yeah, but point? even at NPR, like for fucking days, just every fucking thing they're talking about has to have something to do with the World Cup. I'm like, this is fucking NPR nerd radio. Like nerds don't like sports, but they but they do though. They like the World Cup. Well, because is... the it. Yeah, they're fronting. Well, exactly. And this is what bothers me about it. What bothers me about the World Cup. So the other day at work, because it just started when? On Thursday? Or Wednesday? The first game was maybe Thursday. 
Or so maybe Wednesday. I think it was Thursday. Yesterday, I had to schedule a meeting with somebody to talk about something. I've been waiting to get a hold of this guy. And so I scheduled this meeting. And at like 10 minutes before, you, see, he, you know, because we use Microsoft Outlook to schedule meetings. 10 minutes before, he declines, the, he declines the meeting. 10 minutes before we're supposed to meet. The reason being, World Cup. Just said World Cup in there. And I was like, what, are you in Brazil watching the fucking World Cup? Because that would make sense. And I don't understand why you are, you know, denying my meeting. And uh, right. so then I ended up finding the guy. No, they, they all had, like, they hooked the monitor up in the conference room. And all these... I would just say, you know, I, I think it's a, it's a pretense of, of guys that want to pretend that, or feel that they're cosmopolitan, like they're worldly by appreciating soccer or the World Cup. And so these guys go in there and this maintain is the this sport facade. of the world. It, but it's so annoying. And you look at it, you're like, you people are all fronting, fakers, <laughs> imposters. It's like people who... Uh... Who would rather that like the UN ran things that than like the United States ever did anything? Do these do these people watch soccer games, go to soccer games, or care about soccer in the least when the World Cup's not playing? No, I don't think so. Because there's all those like other leagues, right? That like the leagues that are in individual countries. That's real soccer. I I've been led to believe. Well, cause the foreigners, I give the pass. I give a pass to the foreigners. Like we have a few um, Latin American dudes that work there, and Arabic guys. They, they grow up in a culture, and English dudes too. I mean, you grow up in a culture surrounded by football, soccer, and you're you're, obs- you're obsessed. I understand. The World Cup's a huge deal to you, but in America, in the U.S., soccer's America. meaningless. You know, we don't a lot of people it. play it as children. Because you're forced to. You're also forced to play piano when you're a kid. Well, it's because, yeah, well, because moms think that their, if their kid plays soccer, they won't get hurt like they will if they play football. Real yeah, football. But you're not, not going to play football when you're six. I think I played soccer when I was like six or seven. When does peewee football start? Do you know who Eight? plays peewee football? I don't know. I never played football at all. So it's yeah, I thought you only played football in high school. No, I knew some friends who played like, you know, midgets or whatever. Peewee, midgets. There's all those different leagues. You know, in this country, league. women play soccer. Like, it's a big deal for women. And it's <laughs> yeah, a, it's, but a it's, lot of guys do, too. Well, in high guy, school, like, soccer's a big sport. Like, the, the team. Not as much. It's for the varsity women, team. But, huh? it, but it's, it's a perfect in sport. In my school, it was big. I, but I think it's a perfect sport for women. I don't Why? think it's. I, because they can. You know, women tend to be more dramatic than men. And this is a this is a air for you know this is a an opportunity for them to to act and dramatize, fall There's on a the lot ground, of roll around, act, cry. That's what I do. But that doesn't happen in high school. That's 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 a signature of the World Cup because it's the stakes are so high and that tactic seems to work so well, like faking injuries and falling over because some guy like brushes you by your hair. Yeah, but that's what they do. I mean, you know, it was funny. It's like I'm launching this. And the people in uh, the people at my work, I mean, there must have been like ten people there, you know, all screaming about the Brazil Italy game or whatever the fuck game they're watching. And I, you know, I ignore the guy. I don't care. He doesn't cancel. I mean, here's what you do for those people. They're like, oh, I'm gotta go watch Colombia play a World Cup against Spain or whatever. She'd be like, well, who's the star player? Who's who's Colombia's star player? They don't know. It's like, oh, because you don't really know anything about it. Well, but the thing is, the people from that country, though. 
you know, the guy from Columbia. Of course, oh, yeah. he, you know, he has. A I was in the coffee shop at like nine a.m. because my fucking other neighbor. I won't even make this a topic, but who fucking bl- runs their leaf blower at eight a.m. on a Saturday for an hour? My neighbor yeah, does. That's that's, you. that's somebody Woke that's trying up. to bother you though. Cock. And plus, I mean, maybe people don't know, but but yards in California, they're like the size of a closet. It's not like you need to, like, what the fuck are you blowing for an hour with your goddamn leaf blower? Your yard is like 100 square feet. Use a fucking rake, cock. Anyway, so he woke me up and I went to get coffee. And I'm like, there's people in the coffee shop. They've got a big screen TV in there for some reason. And they're watching Columbia play somebody. I don't know. Uh, and I'm like, God damn it. This is just now I'm, I was annoyed. Now I'm just even more annoyed. First of all, this isn't a fucking bar. How many people were co- there? Like, go to, there were like two groups. So there were like 12 people. Four? You know, they, 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 they like organized this. You know, they're like, oh, we're all going to meet up and go to this it, coffee shop. It, this is what and I bet you that happens way more in the Bay Area than it does in other cities in this country. Yeah. And so w- one group all had the yellow Columbia jerseys on. But then this <laughs> and I'm getting all mad. My blood pressure's rising as I'm about to drink a large caffeinated. (laughs) I'm about to drink a large caffeinated beverage and elevate it even more. But then this girl walked in with the yellow jersey on, like really tight, and she had these huge tits. And then she had like Colombian skin tight jeans on. Hmm. And I was like, oh yeah, World Cup soccer, cool. (laughs) Hey baby. (laughs) But see, that makes sense though. That makes sense because I can understand pretending to love soccer and be interested in to get a girl's phone number. I understand that. That's a pretense I would adopt. I, you know, I do that. I've acted like I really like synchronized swimming to do that before. But yeah. um, that's just that's a whole totally made up. It is, but I because that, assume, that assumes that there was some girl that you met who was really into synchronized swimming. No, I remember uh, just talks about it all the time, watching it on TV. No, I watched it during the Olympics at a bar before, and I remember talking to a girl about it. But she was really into it. And we were talking about it, and I uh, <laughs> do. You, do you remember in college when I was going to try out for the synchronized swimming team, and I just didn't? I, do. I was going to do it though. Wouldn't they not let you practice? No, the problem with it is it was a joke because uh, my friend Kessler's dad, who also went to the University of Michigan, he said that if I actually did this, he would fly Kessler out from New York, and they would come to the first meet. The problem was the first home meet wasn't until like. Uh, mid-season so there were, i would have had to go join the team practice and go to like four away meets to finally do that one home meet where my friends can come over and laugh at me it's not maybe that's it. how people get into synchronized swimming just as a joke that just goes too far well and then th- you find out you're really good at it well i would have been the only dude there was all, <laughs> was all aren't girls. there dudes in the olympics doing that no i think it's just just women oh it's just women that's but, kind of sexist Still, though, I think it's a more interesting sport than soccer. It's graceful. And there's hot chicks wearing bathing suits swimming around. That's cool. Yeah, but they have that weird cap on and the nose plugs. I'm not looking at the cap. nobody got time for that. But but the thing is with soccer, this is what I don't understand. Okay, I understand the people pretending and acting like they're into it so they can appear worldly or or impress a girl to get digits. But the, the thing is about soccer, and I was thinking about it. I'm like, why don't Americans like this sport? What's the deal with it? I guess it's, I think it's mainly, it's low scoring. I mean, it's so. Yeah, but hockey is pretty low scoring too. Yeah, but hockey has action. And I think that's the difference. You have guys fighting. You have real physical contact. When you get hit in hockey, you get checked in hockey, and you fall on the ground, 
you're on the ground for a reason. You're not rolling around crying, pretending you're injured, and then what, 20 minutes later back in the game after the penalty kick? <laughs> you know, that, that's what soccer's all about. It's there's a lot of dive taking. It's not just, I mean, there's dive taking in hockey too, and, but it doesn't NBA. seem to have like giant, and on the NBA for sure, but it doesn't have, you know, it LeBron affects James. games, but it doesn't completely like determine the outcome of a game. But that seems to happen in soccer. Well, I guess with the NBA though, the, you know, they get extra penalty or foul shots, right? So yeah, sort of... but if the game is like, you know, whatever, what's a typical NBA score, 300 to 450 or something like that? No, they get you know, over if you're scoring points. that many points and the one team gets a couple extra points because of a bad call or, you know, a fake foul, it's not hmm. that big a deal. But in soccer, if the whole score of the whole goddamn game is going to be two to one and one of the goals is from a, a bullshit dive that somebody took and the ref believed it. And you're like, wait, I just watched this fucking two-hour game that was determined because some guy fell over and pretended like he hurt his foot. I mean, that, that's the thing. A two-hour game. And what happens? The score is 2-0 or 2-1? Or one not even. 1-0 zero. Zero, sometimes. 0-0. <laughs> zero, zero. Those are good ones. So where's the suspense? Then they have a, then they have a shootout. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun to play. I played it in high school. I just, uh, it's not fun to watch. I've, I've, I like, I can watch highlights like, oh, here's an amazing play that, you know, we had to like <laughs> skim like five games and find this one play. I, I just, I mean, I don't know. I said, do you see that, uh, the uh, highlight of the guy, the Dutch guy flying and hitting it with his head? <laughs> no. You know, it's, it's, been, I've been led to believe that happens all the time in soccer. They no, but this, head. they all, they keep saying it's the best goal because he like, hit it with his head but he flew through the air so there's all these gifts going around right now it's become like a oh meme but uh yeah okay that's interesting i don't mind seeing a highlight but would you watch a two-hour game to see one fantastic goal there's just so much uh well they did it in the simpsons right there's no need to redo it holds it holds it <laughs> kicks it <laughs> lopez just, holds, it. I, I holds, it. To, holds uh, it holds it holds it i was talking to that simpsons? about this no. Because Sleazy E is one of those guys. Sleazy E is British, so okay, I understand. You grew up playing hockey. That guy hates sports. I mean, he right. grew up playing soccer, but he hates sports Yeah, he now. wouldn't come to my Super Bowl. No, he hates sports. He hates every, like, on purpose, he's he hates like, well, now we're just sports. eating and hanging around and joking around. But, oh, I'm not really into football. But no, now all of a sudden, he's like, you know, an English nationalist. Like, he's like, oh, UK, pride. <laughs> he's joined the British National Party. No, he's, he's in the Nazi BNP. Now. He's talking about, yeah, you know, UK, England over everyone. <laughs> anyway, when I was talking to him about him. Like, England for the English, mate. I was like, I was IMing him at work. I was like, yeah, soccer, yawn, who cares? You know, I guess maybe I'd watch the last game if I have to. And he's like, you know what? You Americans don't like soccer because you didn't invent the sport. We didn't invent a lot of sports. But there, but the sports that we have in the U.S., like, did, did we invent golf? Wasn't football in, in, invented elsewhere? No, we didn't invent golf. That shit's from Scotland. It's from Scotland, yeah. We baseball like and basketball. He said, and even be- baseball is just bastardized cricket, I think. But he said it's because we, you know, we can't claim that it was, you know, our national sport to begin with, and the fact that we suck at it. Well, we suck at it because we have better sports, and all the good athletes go to play the better sports. That's the thing. I think if, uh, you know, if we had, if we didn't, like England, how many sports do they have over there? 
They have basketball? Two. No, they have cricket. Cricket? They have cricket? They have rugby, they have I guess. Ru- I don't think they even play that much rugby. So cricket, and that's the thing. It's like, you know. Cricket you... and soccer, and then they, like, hunt, fo- murder foxes. And I think they play bad. Like they they or send like twenty dudes and thirty dogs on horses against one little fox. That's their sport. Yeah, they love that sport. Don't they play yeah, they bad? Just murder the shit out of it. Where's the shuttlecock? They love that game. <laughs> bad badminton. <laughs> badminton. <laughs> but isn't that an English game? They, they, that's what they play over sounds there. Like shuttlecock. Sounds like an English word. Well, yeah, shuttlecock, I think, is was a name, a very common it's not, name. The sport is not called shuttlecock. No, it's badminton. Or they also like darts. Oh, they like darts. But is that a sport? Uh, no. That's it's like a saying, parlor game. They like drinking beer. That's another sport that they're good at. I like that. That's I would I would play that. And if you have, you know, and if you're saying, "Oh, we're gonna watch the World Cup at my house," I'm gonna be like, "Eh." But if you're like, "Oh, we have beer and food," I'll be like, "Okay." I mean, that's the thing. It's just I find it boring, and I'm not that into it. And and I don't, you know, I don't have any qualms. I don't even care that it's. I don't even care that it's boring. I mean, you know, God knows we fucking throw the Super Bowl in everybody's face and like the World Series and all that shit. Uh, March Madness. I find baseball to be just as boring as soccer. I just don't like all these fake fans and people who, you know, you know, you don't like soccer. You just like pretending like you're worldly. You're cultured. And, uh, yeah. That's what bothers me. It's the posturing. And you know what? It's, it's and the, the people who, who disdain all other sports, but you know, oh, the World Cup. <sighs> yeah. It's like, it's oh. basically like exploitative of like poor people in all these third world countries. It's the only thing they have. <laughs> That that's why you me think and they, the, me and that boy Tito in the favela. But that's <laughs> why you we're think, just alike. We both love this game. But that's why you think San Franciscans would reject this sport and have a public, you know, uproar about it. Because shouldn't they no, be no, I think they, I think the they favelas? like they like to, it's they like to like you know be smug but and identify with the poor. Well, yeah, maybe then it's like a it's sport called. Uh, I just read this book by uh, Tom Wolf of all people. It's called, uh, there's a French phrase for it. It's called like the uh, nostalgia for the mud. Hmm. But in French, it sounds better. <laughs> you know, it's like when rich people are like, are like trying to be down with, you know. It's like white guilt. A little bit, but you it's know? even more like reveling in the like, oh, I'm, I'm going to the soul food restaurant. <laughs> like, I mean, like black people eat soul food because it was like the cheapest we, shit yeah, they could Yeah, they had make. to. Yeah. But uh, we're collard greens were like garbage food. Well, you know, you know, all I and they found say, out how to make it taste good. You fair weather World Cup fans, I'm just gonna wait. I'm gonna wait two months from now when the World Cup's long done, and then I'm gonna start bringing up. So, did you see that game last night? What did you game? Watch that game yesterday? Soccer game. Yeah, I'm gonna start bringing it up. Like, hey, hey what did you think of uh, you know, Rodriguez's goal? <laughs> Rodriguez. <laughs> Lopez Rodriguez, they gotta have Latino names, but or yeah, know, just I've, just go full bore, like have like just soccer posters all over your cube, and fucking wear a hat that looks like a soccer ball, and like put a big fucking soccer sticker in your car, just everywhere you go, and cu- don't talk about anything else. Well, that's the thing. I'm just gonna see how many of these people actually watch soccer, not during the World Cup. Oh, don't even worry about what. Just just do it to irritate the shit out of everybody. <laughs> Keep it up for like three months. I don't know. Soccer's boring, people. Get over it. Can't wait till the World Cup's done. Podcasting's much more interesting. Oh, yeah. Bye. Speaking of which, it's episode 436 here of Sick and Wrong. You know the way the show works. Send us your stories. We read them here on the air. We give you credit. Send you a Sick and Wrong care package. We're actually updating the care packages quite soon. 
I'm not going to let the cat out of the bag. I don't want to ruin the surprise here. This isn't this isn't a show of spoilers, but um, we are going to have some uh, some some gifts that you're going to crave. You're going to you're going to covet these these new uh, care packages. So send your stories. Stick around podcast.com. Submit them via Facebook or the Twitters. Um, before we get to our first story, here's a word from our sponsor. It's Butt Plug Month on AdamandEve.com. Show that you still care by bringing something new into the bedroom. And by something new, I mean a butt plug. Because if you order right now and use coupon code DIDDLE, you get 50% off your first item, a gift so sensual I can't even tell you about it on this podcast that talks about murder and bukkake, and on top of all of that, free shipping. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, adamandeve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's D-I-D-D-L-E. All right, so the first story we got here came in from uh, Maria via Facebook. Ants' catfish prank does not work out as planned. Hmm. You ever been catfished, Waggerly? No. Because I'm suspicious of everyone. Was this a term in the early days of the internet? When did catfishing come about? Because I know it's a show. It was a show on MTV. That movie came out called Catfish. That's it. That's the beginning. But uh, people have been catfishing. Or previously, in... it was just a term for the fish. But why? Why did they adopt and a baseball a... player? But why is that? Why they adopted? Uh... Well, why did they adopt the name Catfish for this act? Well, if you think about a catfish, you know, it looks like a cat. But then you get up close to it, and you're like, this is a fucking fish, dummy. (laughs) (laughs) Smells like a fish. It's fucking underwater. That's not a cat at all. It doesn't look like a cat at all other whiskers. Does it have ears? Yeah, fish have ears. Is it cute? It's not cute. It's a bottom feeder. Cats are cute. I don't know. I, I just wonder why they, they must do something like this. Do they do they trick you? Is that what cat do cat are they the tricksters, the jesters of the water, of the sea? Well, you're acting like you don't know what it means. No, I know what it means. <laughs> who is that football player who uh, had a fake girlfriend? Um, that guy's name? The guy from Notre Dame. I'm just saying, yeah. why do they use the term catfish? Oh, I don't. I don't know. I just tried to make something up about fish and cats, but you shut it down. Yeah, no, I'm okay. Maybe that's you don't know either. No, this is not a Socratic question. (laughs) (laughs) Shit, we're fucked. I just, I don't know. I thought you would know because you're kind of privy to all this internet knowledge. No, I don't know. Well, whatever. Anyway, (laughs) people know what catfishing is, and uh, this was kind of a a misdirected catfish prank. It's just weird for a woman to catfish her or a relative to to a person to catfish a relative. Why would you do that? I don't know why you catfish anyone. People are just people are bored. I mean, that's why. I agree with you though. That's it's why it's a form I, of trolling. It is in a sense. I mean, I agree. I'm 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 quite suspicious of most people on the internet, and that's why. If uh, did you ever do? You did OK Cupid. Yeah, I did do OK Cupid. Sucked. Yeah, but you always did. You do the Google reverse image search. No, but I I, <laughs> I haven't been on OKCupid for a while, and this whole like looking up the phone number in Facebook and the Google reverse image search that those are new techniques. Yeah, but you have you to. You told do me that, about though. those. 
Yeah, well, because I got burned quite a few times. Yeah, I think no, a lot I, of people, yeah, I, I just didn't ever figure it out. I think you become wary of these catfish techniques over time. But apparently the youth do not. So uh, I feel like I was, pre- I mean, I'm pretty good at just telling. I mean, I guess I'm overly, I probably have a lot of false positives, but I think I can just tell. Like, you're either, you're not who you say you are, or you're a psycho. I think you're inviting sick I guess being a psycho is really you. catfishing. It's just like, I am who I say I am, but surprise, I'm a super freak. But is catfishing always a, I guess like a romantic overtures being made here and you're going back and forth? It's, it's like a romantic gesture. Well, that's just like the easiest because anybody who's looking for love is extra desperate, right? So they're more likely they're to vulnerable. believe your bullshit. Yeah. Well, this is, uh, I guess this is fits into that category. In Tuscaloosa, Alabama, a 19-year-old is in jail after asking a fictional stranger to shoot and kill her family. So this catfishing <laughs> that's prank. stupid. Yeah, this catfish, these kids, they've never heard of, they've never seen a movie like where there's an FBI sting. You can't just be like, hey, will you kill my family? <laughs> the first person that walks up or like, you know, just asking somebody for drugs. Like, you can't do that. You got to like feel them out, man. See if they're a cop. Yeah, that's it. And, you know, we've done those stories where people meet with strangers in a car and then ask them to kill their family. I wouldn't even do that. You have no. to vet these people before you even get to that level. Right. It's the impulsiveness of youth here. Um, this girl's 19. Like they've never seen the, that thing with like the child molesters. What's that show called? Catch a Predator. Catch a Criminal. Catch a Predator. Predator. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. So this girl's 19, Marissa Williams. She lives, she lives with her aunt in Foster's, Alabama. Uh, their relationship. Foster's? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> I wonder if they drink Foster's there. I doubt it. Uh, I'm going to start a rumor. Their relationship was strained by... Uh, Williams' habits on social media. Apparently, she would invite strangers that she had befriended on sites like Facebook over to her house as she lived in with her aunt. And you know, that, that makes me think maybe she might be a prostitute. That's kind of Did weird. I ever tell you about my grandpa? He's dead now, so I can talk Did shit about Did he catfish you? <laughs> yeah, he really wasn't my grandpa. He was just some guy. <laughs> just some other old guy. No, I don't know why. We did. My my grandma died, and you know my my grandpa. They didn't really get along, anyways. But you know he was like lonely, and and he also was on all kinds of like sort of methamphetamine based medications, hmm. which I guess adds to the story. But for some reason, in the early days of the internet, we got him one of those web TV things. Right? We're like, eh, he doesn't have anything to do, and how old was your sits grandfather? around the house? At the time, he's probably, Jesus, 70, 68. I mean, it's weird because now I'm thinking like he's the same age as my parents. But like, I don't know. I don't know about your grandparents. But my my grandpa is like really decrepit. (laughs) But my parents are almost as old as he was now, and they're not decrepit. And they're probably also, I I mean, they grew up using the Internet. So I don't know why you would try to introduce the Internet to some old man back in. No, but the end, I'm going to make end the story quickly. The, The the. the thing is, he loved this thing, the web TV. You know, the little keyboard, and you just hooked it up to your TV, and you go to web pages. But, like, before anybody knew it, Grandpa was, like, on chat rooms and shit. And then before anybody knew the next thing, like, people were coming to his house from, you know, like, exactly, like, Alabama. Like, Grandpa, For who what? the fuck are these people? He just made friends was on the internet, prostitu- probably to take all, think, take all his money. I think your grandfather was a prostitute. Was he giving out blowjobs? 
No, he fucking wrap his long nutsack around your neck for five dollars. <laughs> is he inviting strange men over? Or? No, it was like a woman. It was a woman and her daughter. I think they wanted to get all his money. Oh wow! Anyway, so somebody put a, somebody put a stop to it and took the web TV away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I he even think... he even drove down to where they lived, and you, you know, like old people, they like will never stop driving, even though everybody's like, you really shouldn't drive. You're fucking old as fuck. Yeah, I mean, they're 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 also very extremely gullible, and they yeah. have uh, this ample free time. That's not so, really catfishing. Though. I think they were just no, straight up trying to scam conned. his ass. Yeah, I mean, he's, yeah, they he's just wanted to scam artist. Get in the will, take all the money, that sort of thing. So, so this woman, back to the story here, uh, the aunt asked Williams to stop inviting men that she met online to the home. And she wouldn't allow her to go to these parties. She wanted to go to parties with strangers. She wouldn't allow her to do that. So the 19-year-old blocked her aunt on Facebook, prohibiting oh, the woman from seeing what she was doing on there, which you could do. I don't understand why anyone would ever add their parents on Facebook anyway. You don't do that, do you? Lots of people do it. No, hell no, I don't. Do they but ever? A lot of people I know do. Do they go on Facebook? Who, my parents? Yeah. I think my mom... I saw a request from her once, obviously did not respond, uh, but she's never put a photo up or anything. So I think maybe she logged in once and that was it. Does she know anything about the podcast that you've been doing for the past seven years? No. You've never God, once, no. it's never slipped out. You've never said anything about it? Nope. <laughs> what do you think would be? I'm not one of those, you know, this, I'm not one of those, but I, I've always had tons of secrets for my parents. And, and you know how some people are like, my mom finds out everything. Well, there, there's two types of people. There's the people who are like, I tell my mom everything. Like, really? And then there's the people who are like, my parents always find out. I'm like, no, I, I have no problem keeping many, many secrets from my parents. What do you think their reaction would be if you're like, oh, you know, I've been doing this. Uh, well, first of all, they'd just be show. like, what the fuck is that? And I'd just be like, oh, it's just like a blog. And they'd be like, oh, can we read it? I'm like, no. Talk about how I hate your guts on there quite a bit. So probably not. <laughs> you probably just want to avoid that completely. Yeah. <clears throat> well, so okay, so, so uh, this I don't woman... know. It wouldn't. I, I wouldn't. It wouldn't be the end of my life if they found out. I'd just be like, ah, it's a jokey thing. Whatever. <laughs> that's a good. I think that's what I'm gonna start the tagline for Sick and Wrong. Sick and Wrong. It's a jokey thing. Whatever. <laughs> that's the next T-shirt. <laughs> it's a jokey thing. Whatever. I mean, that's that's kind of what. Because I'm always. I, I'm not. I don't really care if my parents find out. I'm always deathly afraid of my employers finding out. Yeah, that's and the that's going to basically be my go-to defense. It's a jokey it's thing. It's a jokey thing, whatever. I know, we talk a lot of about racist stuff, <laughs> sexist, making fun of dead children. Sexual assault. Sexual yeah. stuff. Bestiality. Let's talk just about shit issues, yeah. <laughs> but it's just a jokey thing, don't worry about it. It's a jokey thing. Let I don't know. even use my Forget real name, so it. it's never going to come it. back on the company. Yeah, I, I don't tend to broadcast it at work either. What I'm always worried about is going into a client meeting and then having like somebody who works for the client be like, I know that voice. Hey, wait a minute, what's your name? <laughs> like just bringing it up in the middle of some meeting and having me be like, uh, uh, no, I don't know what you're talking about. You know, you're your name's Lance, right? Yeah, it is. You're kind Lance of like, Wackerly? no. <laughs> oh, but you sound like him. You're kind of like the, the like sex offender version of Clark Kent. Yeah. You know, you just don't want the, except the... without the sex. Offender, just <laughs> podcasting. <laughs> Anyway, okay, moving on here. So, according to the deposition, William's aunt uh, blocked her or was blocked on Facebook, 
She wasn't allowed to see what the niece was going doing there. So what she did is she created a fake Facebook profile for a fictional man that she named Trey Top Dog Ellis. <laughs> this woman is racist. It's a great Trey, name, though. It's sexy. Any 19-year-old black girl is going to be like, like Trey. Tyrone Shaboom Boom Washington or something. <laughs> Freddie, Freddie Boom Boom Washington? Right. <laughs> a cool Mo D. Morton. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You know, I don't know. Uh, Top Dog. It's, it's a good name. Well, her, her niece fell for it. Um, she added Williams as a friend. They started chatting. What the, the, the purpose of doing this was to, to get a rare glimpse into the niece's online behavior. And she wanted to teach her niece about the dangers of interacting with strangers. But uh, the experiment went awry quite quickly. Uh, Williams began uh, um, confessing all sorts of information um, and, uh, and knowledge and, and uh, uh, secrets about her aunt. She uh, would talk about uh, she would <clears throat> she would talk about her interactions with her aunt. Um, would say uh, would give her specific details about uh, about like how the house was laid out, uh, discussing the the aunt's uh, relationships. Um, she had then she then in, uh, gave her phone number to uh, L, to Top Dog here and asked him to come over and get drunk. And she said she offered to have <laughs> sex with him if he'd pay her fifty dollars cell phone bill. That never happened when I was on OkCupid. Or hey, here's Facebook. my phone number. Come over here and let's get drunk. That's pretty much an offer for sex, isn't it? Well, fifty dollars. So that's that's all he had to pay to come over and have sex. Oh, I didn't hear the fifty dollars. Yeah, part. she offered to have sex with him if he'd pay her fifty dollars cell phone bill. Oh, so she is just a prostitute. More or less, yeah. Okay. I wonder if Grandpa Wackerly was doing this on uh, Web TV. He didn't have a cell phone. I mean, bill, who would though. be paying to have sex with him? You never know. It's the internet. Now I know. Nobody. <laughs> I don't know. You never know. There might be... He uh, had a giant hole in his neck, dude, that he fucking, like, bloody sp- uh, phlegm would fly out of. Did he have a tracheotomy? Yeah. Jesus. How did he talk? <laughs> Very poorly. No, but I mean, did he have one of those, like, nope. wackerly... No, nope. uh, too much trouble. Did he didn't even have a voice box. Just- no, he would just belch his words. God. Yeah, that would be I've a weird... I've talked about this before. That would be a weird fetish if for somebody to have, like, be sexually attracted to someone with a tracheotomy. Yep. So, wait, he'd just belch his words? Yeah. Can you do, do an example of that? No, I can't do it. Well, I'm... A People dude. can imagine. It's not hard. When did... We should have had him do our promos. <laughs> He's been dead for a while, so... No, bummer. So, I'm sure uh, somebody... I'm sure... I'm sure uh, some... You know, wonderful impressionist will call in as my dead grandfather. <laughs> well, they've done my parents, so I'm surprised someone hasn't. Yeah, someone uh, probably will in the near future. Um, so, so she started revealing these intimate details about her aunt's her aunt's life. Um, she told she told Top Dog that her family made her angry and she wanted to get out of Alabama. She then asked the man that she had never met to come kidnap her and take her away from her family. She said come that um. Me. She told, told him how to get into her aunt's bedroom so he could kill her and her fiancé. And then she asked him to shoot her cousin and the family dog on the way out. So come over here. Murder what did the, the dog whole family. do to anybody? You have the dog. Why? Why the dog? 
I mean, it's, I just don't understand it. So then Williams uh, actually had gone so far as to pack her things in the car, waiting for Trey to come over and murder her family. At what point do you reveal the catfish then? I mean, did the woman go to the cops and be like, my niece is trying to murder me? Yeah, well, she did. But I mean, she kept um, you know, mining her for information. Oh, yeah. I think you want to keep it going. So is that get more evidence? So she's just getting she probably has this this Facebook message exchange here as evidence. But I mean, at what point do you not want to sleep in the same house as this person? I mean, she kept this going. Yeah. Multiple exchanges. I mean, even to the point where she was going to murder. I wouldn't I wouldn't let that girl anywhere near my dog. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, she you know freaked out. Uh, the aunt called the sheriff's office and uh, yeah, they arrested her. Um, Williams apologized for the plot and said she didn't really mean for anyone to be killed. It was just online talk. Uh, but she was arrested, taken to jail. Um, she's charged with solicitation of murder and is being held there on a $30,000 bond. I mean, I guess these kids learn a lesson here. I, I guess technically that is a catfish, but I just wonder what the aunt's motivation was or what she thought was going to end up happening. I mean, obviously the girl's turning tricks if she's inviting strange men over to her house. Is that just what she wanted to find out? Well, I guess she she just wanted to use the fake account to monitor activity, but then it got went beyond. But that. she started like, uh, you know, communicating with her and exchanging sexual innuendos. I'm sure it's a bit weird. I think the aunt's kind of weird. Yeah, everybody's you, weird in this story. I mean, could you imagine what would you think if you like your your aunt? Started uh, communicating with you just to add you on Facebook. Do parents do this? <laughs> what add their nieces? No, but maintain fake pro sp- Facebook profiles so they can monitor their kids' activities. I guess just don't give your kid a computer. That's an easier answer. <laughs> so what till they're eighteen? <laughs> just never. <laughs> when you fucking have your own money and can pay for your own internet connection, like don't give them the don't give them the Wi-Fi password. Because you're like, like the worst nah. dad ever. Are you going to get your kid an Xbox? No. I'll have an Xbox. <laughs> it'll be in my locked den with all my booze. What is the kid going to play with? Can he watch TV? He can play with his little wiener for all he care. <laughs> yeah, he can watch TV. Who gives a shit about TV? I'm not, uh, I'm not a fucking Amish dad. <laughs> I think you should just move to an Amish community. And uh, you'd be the one guy. Just, but you'd have this one secret room where your computer is. But you'd raise your kids Amish. I think I get banished from the <laughs> Anyway, moving on. What do you have here for the second story? I have a story about a cop. A cop bashing. Cop bashing. Says, I thought Wackerly is an engineer, not a cop. Says Boris29. Boris, I'm sure that's a real name. Yeah. Fucking Rocky and Bullwinkle motherfucker. It might be a Russian. It's a popular name in Russia. It's like Brian in Russia. Yeah, Boris. Because it sounds like borscht. <laughs> He's a, this guy's a cop in Chesterfield, Missouri, I think. Um, Which is where one of our hot listeners used to be from. <laughs> she doesn't listen anymore. She doesn't write in. Yeah, we used to have. Uh, what was her name? Duramater. Duramater, yeah. yeah. I think she she's like a surgeon or something. Yeah, that, I, that was probably a whole catfish operation right there. She probably was not a hot young Asian girl. Well, she did take pictures of herself in a T-shirt, though. Oh yeah, she did, and she was really hot. Anyway, 
Uh, so anyway, he's got caught filming. He was filming pooping men. <laughs> he would actually put a camera in a public toilet. So it's really just their butthole. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Wait, wait. Was it? And balls. Yeah, but were, was he putting it in the toilet or was it just above the toilet so you could see them like pull their pants down and wipe their ass? Or was it in the toilet so you could actually see the turd? Um, I don't know. Anus. I guess I assumed it was in the toilet. Maybe that's not in the article. Have you ever well, seen? Here's a funny. Here's a funny comment from a, a victim of the filming. Uh, this guy Rob, because this uh, this news department uh, busted this thing wide open, and they interviewed this guy Rob Cheney, who was a a victim. He said, "When I saw myself pooping, I was just like, you gotta be kidding me.' <laughs> Three. He'd only been. He'd only moved to Chesterfield in the last month." And he goes on to say, three weeks, I'm already on a poop cam, pretty much. <laughs> so three weeks, and everybody's seen me poop? That's terrible. Ha, ha, ha. Wait, okay, wait, wait. How did he see the uh, the poop video? Well, this guy, the cop, they finally found out it was a cop. He was posting the poop videos online. Posted to it. And so, you know, it was anonymously posted, or, you know, nothing you ever do on the internet's anonymous which is something you have to watch out for, which is something your kids will do something stupid, think they're anonymous, and they'll do it. And if you just never let them use the internet, you don't have to worry about the consequences of that next shit. Next thing you know, they're the subject of a poop video. No, next thing you know, they're posting poop videos and the <laughs> cops are at your door. That's what's happening. Uh, so they were getting posted. This guy thought he was anonymous, right? And, uh, you know, the reporter saw it somehow. Don't ask me how he just yeah, comes across the poop video website. Where do you see these male poop videos? They're all men, right? Yeah, well, he, you know, it's in the men's room. So, okay, so... So, barring some kind of F to M transvestite. So, the reporter is going to this website that's just men pooping in public videos. Just videos of men pooping com. in public. <laughs> men pooping in public.com. <laughs> they say that the website's taken down, so you can't go to it, sadly. But, yeah, and then I, th- I think the, the guy noticed, he's like, you know, it looks like these guys don't... I haven't really consented to this because I'm sure you can go on websites and like see gay porn stars shit, right? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, there's scatlovers.com. There's but those guys are getting websites. paid. But I think the reporter starts watch, looking at the website. He's like, I don't think these guys are giving consent for this. This is like actual like invasion of privacy shit. Have, and so what he did was he he started he noticed uh, in in a bunch of the videos that all the men were wearing the same uniform. So he figured it must be like at a mall or something where there's like this business is nearby. And that's exactly where it was. It was uh, at the Chesterfield Mall. And then they just sort of, they like looked at the uniforms and like, well, we think it's like, I don't know what the uniform was, but I suspect it was like the top dog or something. Yeah, yeah. Wetzel's Pretzels. Wetzel's Pretzels or something. (laughs) And so they went over to Wetzel's Pretzels and they interviewed a bunch of these guys. And they're like, hey, uh... Have you seen this website? Because the uniform you guys are wearing, you know, it shows up on this website. Of, you know, well, what's the website? Well, it's guys you wearing your uniform shitting. So, and that's when, that's when this guy Rob Cheney was like, hey, that's me. I'm on a goddamn poop cam pretty much. <laughs> what in the world? I'm famous. I'm sure he went to his wife and was like, you know, I'm famous now. I'm on a poop cam. I'm internet famous. I'm on a viral video. <laughs> you know what I don't understand? Why... Does Woodward of poop videos need to go expose this? Like, who cares? Like, how did he come across this and be like, I'm, this is a scandal. Wetzel pretzel people. It's, it's just, a local news. It's like a local news station. They got to find scandals where you, you can find the scandals where you get it. 
Yeah, it's just a weird scandal to to try to expose. You'd think there are other things. Well, what are you going to do? A fucking news news segment about like the city council is like, you know, taking money away from the K through 12 schools and giving it to the garbage men. I mean, that is a scam. That's a scandal that that actually matters. But nobody watches that shit. I just People don't care. Funny. I just don't. People don't even know what the city council is or does. I just don't understand how this guy came across the poop videos. But when you're like, tonight at eleven on Action Channel News KTVI, poop cam. Everybody's like, shit. I'm Dude. fucking watching that. Have you ever seen? Have you those been? Videos? And they no, they lead with like the scare question, like, are you being filmed taking a BM in public? A lot of people won't BM in public. That's why I don't be him in public. Because you might be on TV. Never know. That's <laughs> well, I mean, what if you're on the poop cam website, and then this fucking guy puts you on like like nobody saw the website, but now they're putting you on like the nightly news. Now everybody's seeing that. Like, I w- doll, darn it. I wonder how many times that video has been posted. And it probably doesn't show your face. Well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I know that ball sack. It's mine. I wouldn't recognize my own balls from the back or definitely not my own butthole. I don't know what it looks like. I, I assume it's just terrible. Have you ever seen those videos on like Red Tube or you just of, of just women like it's usually in like Croatia or something. Just women using like a, it's kind of like a I guess it would be at like a Porta John and they have a camera in the bottom. But like outside of a, of a beat, like an outhouse and they have a camera in it and it's just a bunch of women just going consecutive women just pissing. Yes, I have seen that. <laughs> <laughs> never, what do you think? I haven't seen it. I just have never understood. Well, a how they get the camera down there, like what the, how they position that camera. Like, I, how does this guy position a camera in a toilet like that? And, and B, what's erotic about that? You're not seeing well, a face or anything. You're just seeing. Come on. You can kind of get what's erotic about it. I mean, I guess you're seeing a, a vagina. But it, Plus, it's... I mean, you know, people are turned on by, you know, people are peeping Toms. And that's definitely like, it's like a peeping Tom type thing. The voyeurism. I mean, if you, if you, yeah. if you go, <laughs> okay, I'm not a peeping Tom. But when we were kids, we used to sneak out of the house at like two in the morning and walk around the neighborhood. And once in a while, you'd be like, holy shit, that mom up there is like getting undressed in her, in her you know, master bed, bedroom bathroom. And the window's right open, and I'm just looking at her tits. Sure, but that's completely different than looking at her experience. No, but uh, my, my point was going to be looking at that, it's titillating, but at the same time, it's not like sexy, like looking at a Playboy, like watching somebody undress when they don't think anybody's looking at them. They're just like, Bleh, you know, their guts hanging out. It's like that episode of Seinfeld where. He had the girlfriend who wanted to be naked all the time, and he thought it was cool for, like, the first five seconds, but then and, she's, like, yeah. opening jelly jars. <laughs> and that's what this is like. Like, you're seeing – it's not sexy, but you're seeing, you know, these women – the fact that they don't know you're – or they probably do know you're watching because it's probably a setup. But, uh, you know, the idea is that they don't know you're watching, and they're being just themselves. Yeah, but, 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 but what about the, the – I'm, I'm talking. They're, they're shitting, and they're urinating in a toilet. Well, that's a whole other thing. I mean, there's guys who just love shit and piss. Yeah, I guess this guy. I mean, that's is that even is that even perverse anymore? (laughs) In ten years, it'll be like, oh, every girl, you know, that's something girls usually do on the first date is they just let 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 you piss all over them. I guess he probably isn't as aroused by the professionally produced scat videos. He wants to see this like voyeuristic video of. Well, yeah. Right, and the fact that these guys don't know that you know they're being filmed, they're they're amateur. It's like amateur shit. Wow, God, could you imagine just a, just 
surfing the internet one day and then be like, oh, viral videos going around. And you're like, oh, Jesus. That's me taking Those your shit at the mall. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> shouldn't have had that fucking chili dog. Buy some every pretzel. The story isn't over, right? So they go to the website and, you know, this guy didn't, he's not fucking uh, the Dread Pirate Roberts or whatever. That guy who ran uh, Pirate, what was it? Pirate Bay or whatever. Not Pirate Bay. Or not Bay, Pirate Bay. Yeah. The drug one, whatever it's Silk called. Silk Road. Silk Road. Uh, pretty much it took him like five seconds and they're like, well, this, this website's registered to this house. This guy over there lives there. And oh, guess what? It's Officer David Cerna, who's a six-year <laughs> veteran of the Chesterfield Police Department. <laughs> you, you'd think a cop, you know, he'd, he'd clam up and be like, you got to talk to my lawyer about this. But here's the thing. He didn't. He admitted somehow, or they got him to admit, they sort of beat him out, beat it out of him that it was him. But then he went on to add that another thing that he does is he places, this is sort of like the catfishing thing. He places ads on Craigslist posing as women wanting casual sex, which right there. What yeah. guys are going on the casual encounters website and think that any of that shit's real? Like, yeah, yeah. Some woman's just posting here and you're going to get get in touch with her through Craigslist and you're going to go over and she's going to have sex with you. Right. <laughs> what are you fucking remember- three years old? I remember P-Town one time was saying how he was emailing back and forth with some chick from Casual Encounters. This is like in 2000. <laughs> you mean some gay dude trying to two. get his cock pics. Well, that's what he said. Like the guy kept asking him to send it, or the woman, obviously a guy, but the quote unquote woman kept asking him to send a picture of his dick. And so he's like, well, I want to see a picture of you. And the guy sent an obvious picture of some model. Like right, like a, just, like a Playboy picture. This yeah, he like right. did a search for a hot chick on the internet and just like sent a picture of like some swimsuit model as if right. that's going to be like, oh, okay. All right, yeah, let me send a picture of my cock. Oh, are you in Aruba? Oh, yeah, that was my vacation last year. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what this guy would do. He'd, he'd, so he'd, he'd email the dudes. He'd send them photos from a woman he didn't know to the men. Uh, and then he would give his home address, right? And you're like, well, shit, man, you're going to get found out now. But this is how, like, ridiculously horny men are and disgusting. Deviant. He'd set up a video camera outside his house. He'd tell them to, like, come around the side door of the garage. I'm embellishing a little bit because there aren't a lot of details, but this is what I assume. I assume it's not his front door <laughs> in his neighborhood. So you've never answered any of these emails, have you? Who, me? Yeah. You, you no. Just, I'm imagining. <laughs> because they'd come, they'd come, he'd tell them, he'd say, come to this house and then come around the side door, and there's a hole in the door. Stick your dick through. They still think he's a girl, right? And I will suck your cock. And meanwhile, he'd have a little video camera set up under the eaves where he would videotape basically him sucking their dick through a door, a hole in the door. <laughs> men, are such, men are such as many as, as many as 60 men visited his home in 18 months. Jesus Christ. That's a lot of dicks. That's a lot of dudes. Jeffrey doesn't suck 60 dicks in 18 months. Well, he probably does. 18 months. I was thinking like three months, I guess. I always wondered if, if Jeffrey has ever used a glory hole. If he was one of those. Did you ever see that Louis C.K. episode where like, he was taking a piss in the bathroom? There's just a hole in the wall that just said like blowjobs over it. And just some businessman guy shuffles in the bathroom and just jams his <laughs> dick in this hole. Was it Louis C.K. or was it... Uh, I think it was Louis. It's Always it was... Sunny in Philadelphia, because that happened in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I think Louis did a thing about it. And like Louis is just like, you know, that's just so weird. But I always thought that, too. It's like, you have no idea what's beyond that hole. 
So you must right. have this level be a milking machine. This level of perversion. <laughs> you know, this this I'm either be a fetish about public sex or just a you know a, a fetish or a, some sexual perversion that you're willing to stick your cock in just a random hole. Having no yeah, idea I think a lot. I think that a lot of these guys, these sixty dudes that came over, were self-hating gays. Like you know, they really are gay. They know it's a guy, but it's plausible deniability. And and wait, and, and they think, okay, well, you know, I don't see the guy, so it's not. It could be a chick. In my mind, it's a girl. And if they get caught, they can be like, oh, I thought it was a woman. But even if it I mean, is, it'd a still woman. be terrible. Like, really, you go, you, a woman, a strange woman, sucking your dick through a hole in the door—that's still pretty bad. But at least <laughs> then they wouldn't have to deal with the like, you're gay thing, you know. But even if it, even if it that. was like, if someone told me, no, no, I know it's a chick, I still wouldn't stick my dick through just some random hole in the wall. And that's why I wonder. What if? if <laughs> what about role playing? And I could see doing that. If it was your like girlfriend? with your actual girlfriend, be like, I'm a stranger. In this, uh, <laughs> in this do, uh, waffle house. Do you make her sit in the closet? <laughs> you set up a fake wall in the bedroom. It's a I'm just using the urinal over here. Okay, washing my... Oh, there's a hole right there in the wall. wonder what's in the I'm kind of horny from my, my long day on the road. <laughs> trucking. I just wonder if my brother... Like if gay men like my brother... Uh, obviously a deviant if my brother was in a bathroom and he saw a hole in the wall do you think he would think that there's a possibility that there's a guy on the other side of that wall waiting for a dick to come through the hole oh you switched it up <laughs> okay what do you yeah, think my what, brother I mean, would be that guy I guess on the other that's, side of the hole? i guess if you like sucking cock then I don't, I don't have as much of a problem like like let's say it was a titty if just a tit comes through a hole in the bathroom, would you like... A woman would, would never do that. No, but I'm That's saying, would you lick it or would you be like, I don't know whose tit this is. Would you give Ooh. it a squeeze? Let's not even say lick it. Would you give it a... You'd give it a squeeze. You'd be like, huh. Nice probably titty. poke the nipple. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's true. I, I'm just saying it's a lot of trust for a guy to stick his penis just in some random hole in the wall. And who knows what's on the other side. Yeah, because it could be like uh, Jigsaw or whatever. You know? Yeah, it could be. Somebody it, could have a fucking big ass mousetrap on the other side. It could be Whack. a guy sitting there with a pair of garden shears. No one knows. And that's, See, that's you, take what, it, you take it to the level where now I'm nauseous. <laughs> anyway, that's what I'm saying. Garden Men shears. are sexual deviants and much more, much more deviant than a woman ever would be. I don't think a woman would ever do something like this. But 60 guys would do this in 18 months. Just randomly come stick their dick through a hole in some guy's, the side of some guy's house. It's yeah, bizarre. So what happened to this guy? Uh, well, he got fired. <laughs> and uh, he's not a police officer anymore. Ex-police officer. They take the uh, I don't know. It does, you know what? There's no news about what's going to happen to him. But, you know, I'm sure he's going to be brought up on charges. Hmm. Well, people, I think the lesson learned from this story is uh, if you're communicating with a quote-unquote chick on casual encounters, she's probably some fat middle-aged cop who's going to film you taking a shit. <laughs> also, if you that. have to shit in public, uh, make sure you know you're like all trimmed up down there. <laughs> you want to show your, your best side. Right. You know? Yeah, get your balls looking right. <laughs> Anyway, make sure you wiped make sure you wiped well the previous time <laughs> do you think that dude critiques wiping 
after watching so many of these videos. He probably critiques it, but then also he's probably like, oh, I've never tried that technique before. It's a new one. Hmm, back to front. Like the never swirl. Never thought about that. Like a swirl. The swirl. <laughs> People send your story to Instagram podcast, hotmail.com. We've got some uh, phone calls to get to. 206-666-3846. Before we get to the first phone call, here's a word from our sponsor. to your sex life? Go to adamandeve.com. You'll get 50% off your purchase, free shipping, two adult DVDs, and a product so sensual, we can't even mention it on this podcast. No, no. Just type the coupon code DIDDLE upon checkout. So, actually, we got a few phone calls here. Um, you know, this celebrity thing is getting out of hand. Got a lot of celebrities calling this show. Personally, I think they're they're impersonators. I don't think they're the real celebrities, but we never we don't know. It's hard for us to know. No. You know? I mean, I like to assume that they are the celebrities. Why not, you know, assume the best case? Yeah. You know, I mean, Morgan Freeman probably, there's a chance, a small chance. Maybe he's a fan. Uh, I mean, what does Morgan Freeman do in his free time? You don't know. Maybe he likes to listen to podcasts. Why not? And there's a chance, so, you know, if he likes podcasts and he might have found sick and wrong, you know, going through the nether regions of iTunes, he finally comes here and he's like, you know what? I kind of like this show. So there's a I don't like chance. these. I don't like these professional podcasts by professional comedians. I like the indie podcasts <laughs> by nobodies who who have day jobs pushing paper around in a cubicle. <laughs> he looks like that's a guy. the real stuff. He looks like a guy that would like authentic podcasting at its finest. Um, and so does this celebrity. If I wanted to see a comedian, I'd look to. <laughs> I'd be watching Comedy Central. <laughs> I just want to listen to some guys just talk about movies and being high and people, you know, defecating and filming it. Right. Um, I was talking about other, other other podcasts than ours there. (laughs) (laughs) We don't talk about being high that much. Well, this guy is a uh, fan of the show. All right. Good evening, Dean Lance. It's Morgan. It's not Morgan Freeman. That was stupid. I've just been listening to your show. And it's Liam Neeson here. And I want to let you know that... (laughs) Keep on playing these uh, celebrities phoning up and taking the piss out of everything that you do and taking the piss out of other celebrities. But I want to let you know that people like Christopher Walken and Morgan Freeman are dumb dicks. One time when I was filming Taken, Morgan Freeman showed up to, uh, to one of the filmings. And I'm not doing to one of the filmings. That's, that's what happens when you're filming a, a movie. There's just a series of filmings. Mm-hmm. Not shoots. It's That's just why they filmings. call it a film. <laughs> well, if you're in the industry, it's filming. It's like, you know, I got a filming tomorrow, so sorry. Yeah. You know. Uh, but apparently uh, Morgan Freeman, big fan of Taken, shows up at the filming. 
Right. So he like Taken was one of those like uh, movies that was a big hit, but I don't think they expected it to be as big of a hit as it was. But Morgan Freeman knew while they were just filming it, you know, conducting the filmings, he knew it was he knew he was gonna like it, and so he went to check it out. I, I think he was like, I heard about this movie, and uh, I want to go see the filmings. Right. You know, and uh, so he went over there, go check it out. He can just get on a set. Like we couldn't do that. We couldn't be like. Oh, they're you know making the new Star Warses. Uh, I'm just gonna go down there and check it out. Maybe like look at the Chewbacca costume. Like they'd be like, "Who the fuck are you? Get out of here!" But Morgan Freeman could just be like, "Oh, hello," and walk right on. They're like, "Oh, get him a chair and some craft services." No, he's a, he's an A-list celebrity. He can do anything he wants. Pretty much anything. One time when I was filming Taken, Morgan Freeman showed up to uh to one of the filmings. And I'm not gonna lie, I slapped him in the face with my Irish hairy cock, and it was absolutely hilarious. But if you keep on filming with people like Morgan Freeman and Christopher Walken, over the years you learn these people are also assholes. So if you keep on playing these celebrity calls, I will look for you. I will find you. I will kill you. But anyway, have a good night. Do, Ar- Do Irish people have hairy cocks? Like the whole shaft is all covered in hair. I, I assumed it was just covered in their puke after a night of drinking. No, and then trying hairy. to masturbate. He said his hairy cock. <laughs> <laughs> the balls are hairy. But I wonder if they have a hairy shaft. Why did he slap Morgan Freeman with his hairy Irish cock? Well, it's like when you go to prison. And it's, so if if uh, celebrity, you just gotta come out of the box like aggro to you gotta establish who's the top dog. So is that what happens? Like actors, like alpha actors, if they're like you know like Tom Cruise, he has to punk yeah. out the inferior actors. Yeah, because you don't want the director to be like, oh shit, Morgan Freeman's here. Let's just use him as the role. Like, get the fuck out of here, Liam Neeson. That's why I have to do that kind of shit. I actually think Morgan Freeman would have been pretty good in Taken. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm, I think he's rather intimidating. You know, that movie should have been called Ultimate Cockblocker because that's what he was. He was like the, the ultimate cockblocker of all time. He basically just like, you know, someone's going to score with his daughter and he just fucking destroys half of Paris. Yeah, but they were like, you know, she's being pimped out. Yeah, but the guy bought her. I mean, it was fair and square. I'm just, well, I'm just saying. It is a different country. You have to respect their uh, their cultural methods. traditions. That's what I'm saying. It's like it's you know that's the thing. If you're going to respect their national pastime, their sport, soccer, you might as well yeah. a- appreciate their sexual proclivities as well. Um, here's another guy that calls that calls in every now and then. Hey, this is Ken in Hawaii. Lance asked a great question: How can girls feel? and know that their cell phone is in their back pocket, and he thinks, well, it's because of the tight jeans. My ex-girlfriend's asshole was so sensitive that she could count up the change in the couch cushion. I don't think I said that girls can't feel the phone vibrate. Did I? I don't know. No, maybe you, you were saying that they, they wear such tight jeans that they have, they can't put the phone in the front pocket, so they put the phone in the back pocket, and when they pull the pants that's, down... I mean, that's patently true. That is, they, what they that is true. That's why they do it. And then when they pull their pants down to uh, go to the bathroom... 
Oh, then it falls out, right? Falls out of their pocket. And that happens time and time again. Time and time again. Yeah, but... uh, It's a recurring theme throughout history. (laughs) A weird Ken over here. Ken Ken is a weird guy. You know how you can tell he's a weird guy? Do Do you think this is an affectation that he tries to talk like Captain Kirk? Or do you think this is his normal speaking voice? Uh, I think he's trying to remember what he was going to say. I, I don't think so. I think he's trying to affect this, like, she can count the change in her couch. It's like a pregnant pause between different words, you know? <laughs> okay. I'm just saying, it's, it's a weird thing. I don't know. I think it he's is. a weird I, I think he, I think he's trying to remember. Because, he, you know, he had the, the story about the asshole and the change in the couch. Uh, all lined up and he's trying to you know not fuck it up no it's a joke I think he's saying her asshole's so tight she can count the change in the couch yeah no I get it <laughs> it's, it's great it's real funny well, th- thank it's you. like a princess it's a retelling of the princess and the pea really yeah it's, a, right? it's a, that's what it is what was the moral of that one I forgot <laughs> just like don't fucking get rid of this fucking picky bitch and her fucking yeah she's fastidious requirements Imagine how tight her asshole was. Super tight. Anyway. They should make uh, a porn about that. Yeah. The princess and the, the penis. Princess and the penis. <laughs> like, what's it? What's in the bed? What's under the bed? And she reaches down there and she starts jerking the dude off. And then obviously, I don't know, maybe his dick's painted green or something. But uh, then he comes out and he fucks her. What do you? Uh, it's pretty easy to write porn. What What do those guys make? To, the I guys who think, come up with the plots. I don't think they. And I obviously, the, the, the pizza, the big sausage pizza guy, was like a big money maker. He's like the Cohen brothers of porn. Yeah, but that's like a genius plot. Not everybody could do that. I'm yeah, no. Saying. What if I was just like the kind? What if I was like the? I don't know. What's a good Michael Bay like of the, porn? Not no, because even <laughs> Michael Bay. You know, Michael Bay would be the guy who has like the biggest tits in his films. But uh, you know, like the guy I see, I had it in my head. You know, like the guy the who Martin writes just boring porn. as porno. <laughs> like the guy, the equivalent of the guy who makes like Raging writes balls. Adam Sandler's movies. Like I'm that guy of porn. Hmm, just those like uh, generic rom coms. Yeah. You know that you know, kind like, of thing. Uh, all right, you guys are on vacation and uh, you order room service, but they don't bring the right thing, and then uh, you get really mad, but then you fuck. Yeah, I mean, but that's the, the plot of most porn scenes. Dude, but the thing is now, they don't even have plots anymore. That's what I loved about no, Big Sausage back. Pizza. They're coming back. You haven't noticed they're coming back? I haven't been jerking <laughs> off that much. Too. I guess, I, you know, I, I haven't been... Why not? Is he having a medical problem? Well, no, the thing is, is uh, you watch snippets of porn movies, and it's just, they don't even, they just cut, like, and when you go to UJIS, it's just a snippet of, of fucking. It's rare that you ever see the actual scene. Yeah, but aren't you ever like, wait, why were they wearing tuxedos? And then you rewind a little bit. Usually <laughs> like, they, don't, oh. they don't even have the beginning. Well, what happened was they were, uh, it's a wedding and the and the groom got too drunk and the best man is now fucking the bride. He's fucking the bride, yeah. I, you know, I, I think they all should have uh, some kind of story, some kind of setting leading up to the fucking. Well, thanks, Weird Ken, for uh, calling that in. Um, I do wonder what his ex-girlfriends look like. Probably don't want to know. I pro- that's that's probably a catfish waiting to come out. I want to um, know. I, I'm, I'm sure it was probably a catfish that he considered to be his girlfriend. Because <laughs> Ken strikes me as that type of guy that would be like, well, there's a hole in the wall. Why not? You know? Um Maybe. Here's another uh, kind of longtime fan of the, of the show who's, uh, who's, it's been a while since we heard from her. 
Hi, Dean Lance. This is Megan Crusher on the forums, and I'm listening to your latest episode, and I wanted to give you my virgin story. Um, I actually lost my virginity in a school playground at like 2 o'clock in the morning one summer, um, right after the deed. In fact, the police came and, uh, well, kicked us out. We got in trouble. Didn't get a ticket or anything, but uh, yeah, no, school playground. That was fun. Next thing I wanted to say is I don't listen to the podcast on iTunes and why? Because iTunes cuts off the last, Jesus. I don't know, 15 <laughs> minutes of every show. Makes me a little upset. I like to hear every word, so I listen to it straight from your website. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Um, you guys are great. Keep it sick. Keep it wrong. I love you. And, uh, yeah, see ya. I wonder how old she was when she lost her virginity. Do you think, she said it was probably high school, would you assume? Isn't yeah, that's that, when you hang out at playgrounds at night. Yeah, because she's probably going to the playground at night because there's nothing else to do. Because if she was over 21, she'd be at a bar. There but wasn't even any detail to that story. As a as a professional porn writer, you got to get some background details in there. Very disappointing. Do you think? I want to know what piece of playground equipment she was exactly. on. Were you on like the merry-go-round seesaw? and spinning that fucking thing around? The slide? I, I assume the seesaw. No. You can't fuck on a seesaw. You could probably fuck on a seesaw. Well, yeah, it's probably difficult to do that. I guess if the guy was sitting there and she's like sitting on top of you, that would work. Probably the the what the the merry go round thing. What like the monkey bars. <laughs> yeah, but that's too high up in the air. People you <laughs> Yeah, know, that's next level shit. Not your first time. I remember as a not even as a kid, but you know, as a teenager when you go to the playground to go smoke weed, because that's where everyone would smoke weed because you snuck out at night. People always fucked in the uh, the slides, like on the top part of the slide, because it was usually enclosed. And you go up there and you see condoms, like just on the ground. Oh, one of those fancy enclosed slides. Where you, you know, grow up, Beverly Hills? Yeah, they have enclosed slides. It's like you you climb up there. It's like a little roof, a little it's like a little apartment on top of the slide. That's where uh, kids go up and fuck. Oh, there not me. Condoms up there? I never got any ass. No, you'd always see condoms or condoms on the slide. I don't know. They always fucked on top of the slide. Hmm. Not like the regular slides. The slides that had the little uh, enclosure on top. Right. The fort. The fort. It was that. That's what it was. It was a fort. And then, and plus there was like you know. Then you go on the monkey bars and then you slide down the pole. It was like a whole jungle gym kind of thing. After you fuck. Well, I guess you could. But I'm just saying it was like that that type of equipment. It was like a jungle gym. It was a slide, monkey bars, pole. And then there's like that little uh, fort yeah. in the right. middle. Got it. Yeah. And then you go fuck up there. I never did. I heard friends that used to go up there, but they were the type of guys. Were you, that, what were you like lurking down below with your ear to the fucking floor? No, and you'd hear like the next day, like oh the, the next day. Yeah, they'd be like, oh yeah, I banged her on the bush school slide. Or, or I know. I was hanging out right underneath it, jacking off. <laughs> I know, dude. I was there. These are the same guys that had pagers because they were cool. I guess, see, now you just made me want a pager. Yeah, because that's how you get banged. Just hit the nail on the head. Anyway. I want to go fuck on a slide. Whoops. <laughs> People call Sigma on Hotline 206-666-3846. Uh, you know, iTunes isn't that bad. People <sighs> gripe about iTunes. They complain about iTunes. Honestly, I can give a shit how you listen to the show. I really couldn't. I don't even care. The only reason we, we 
talk about iTunes or we promote iTunes here on the show is because if you go there and you can just subscribe and you comment and you rate, it actually does help us out. But if we don't give a shit, fucking, uh, you know, go there, rate, comment, and they just never open iTunes again. It doesn't matter. Go to well, I just Stitcher. hope we can talk about it some more. Uh, you know, that's, that's the thing. That Let's we do get... a whole podcast about it. Dude, I could play a, probably a whole podcast of people shows bitching about iTunes. Yeah, fuck iTunes. I mean, it's a, it's a, a horrible Apple product. I hate it too. But the fact of the matter is, it does help us boost our visibility because that's where everyone goes and finds out about podcasts. That's why you get so many, uh, you know, in England, uh, we're always in the top 25 there. That's why we get a lot of English people listening to the show because people go to iTunes. I don't know why. iTunes has established itself as the focal point of podcasting. I kind of hate iTunes. I hate most Apple products, actually. I hate the internet. Fuck the internet. Anyway, you know what? We appreciate you if you do it. If you don't want to go to our show and you want to go to our website and listen to the show, go do that. The important thing is you're listening to the show. And buy a T-shirt, you fucking cheapskate. Won't go to iTunes and rate and comment for free. Won't even buy a T-shirt. What are you doing? Seriously, that's the type of person that's videotaping you taking a shit. <laughs> Pervert. Anyway, you can go... <clears throat> right now, you go to the Sigurong store, sigurongpodcast.com slash store. You can buy a new... Uh, <clears throat> you, <clears throat> Jesus. Go to sigurongpodcast.com slash store. Uh, you can buy a Sigurong logo tee. We'll send you a five-pack of stickers as well. Um, we are printing new T-shirts in the, uh, in the near future. Not quite yet, but probably this summer. We'll be releasing the new Sick and Wrong uh, T-shirt. So in the meantime, logo tees currently available. So wackerly, uh, I want to dedicate this episode of Sick and Wrong to uh, the iconic British comedian Rick Mayall, one of my favorite, favorite uh, British comedians, yeah. Uh, he died uh, this past Monday. Um, I don't know why, how he died, actually. It was a heart attack? Yeah, he was jogging and he had a heart attack. He's don't young, jog. Too. Only 56 years old. Yep. But anyway, he was in uh, epic British comedies. Blackadder, Young Ones, Bottom. He, he, was, he truly was just an amazing individual. I was kind of bummed. He's in the Harry Potter movies, I think, too. Well, so we're gonna dedicate the video of the week to Rick Mayall. Um, what, what's he? He's wearing. Is he wearing the Harry Potter outfit in this video? It's about the World Cup. <laughs> yeah, I think he's supposed to be a, like a British knight. Oh, he he looks the part. I was like, you know, he got into uh, a horrible bike motorcycle accident. I saw some video about that, and I I had never heard of it, but I was gonna watch it now that he's dead for real yeah but he was injured for like uh throughout the 80s like after the young i think it was after bottom he got into a horrible car or i think he got hit by a car yeah it was a motorcycle accident but you know i i, I gotta wear protective equipment well i was wondering what he was doing because you know didn't aid edmondson did he went on he did bottom but didn't he do absolutely fabulous too like he yeah he was in that well he's married to jennifer french or whatever her name is so rick mayall was doing uh harry potter yeah, hmm. it's a big, big ticket item. Yeah, no, that's a pretty big thing. I'm sure he's doing. Eight Edmonds, Eight Edmonds, and all he does, he has some band now, like a totally earnest, non-ironic band, and he's that's all he does. What kind of music? What kind of music? Yeah, like, I, uh, I don't know. I think it's like death folk metal. rock. No, it's not <laughs> death metal. Punk. <laughs> anyway, uh, Rick Mayall was uh, definitely one of the best young ones. 
God, I gotta, I gotta watch that show again. I was, I was planning it's on hard, just, it's hard, it's hard for me to watch again. Well, you watched I've, it how many thousands of times? I've literally seen every episode like a hundred times. You know, because I used to just like I used to just just get drunk and just watch it like every night. In college, that's what we used to do. We well, even after it. college for me. Yeah, well, no, I, I remember when the DVD came out, I would just put it uh, on. That was the thing. Because we used to have the, t I used to have it on tape. That was, it was all grainy, you know, and it was like I recorded it off of MTV or something. And that, yeah, and then the DVD came out and it was like, oh shit, it's like every episode, perfect quality. I gotta say, that's the best way to make a <laughs> uh, unwanted girlfriend or stripper leave your house. Just put on the young ones and start smoking weed. Yeah. And just stop talking and just watch it. And eventually they'll just be like, why are you watching this? Just don't say anything. They'll leave. You know what, though? I've noticed that that used to work. It used to be girl repellent. Uh, but now that girls have smartphones, it's not. Because now what they do is they just stop watching and they go, they start, like, you know, texting, texting or going or on Facebook. Facebooking, yeah. Huh. And you're just like, you're supposed to leave. And she's like, huh? I thought you were watching TV. Yeah, I am. I'm watching this. So you'll go. <laughs> Then now you need to get you know now you need to put the young ones on and then get one of those what are those like cell phone killer things right you know what I'm talking about yeah I do anyway that could be a whole episode of bottom killing the cell phone and then making your girlfriend leave by watching the young ones that yeah but they never had girlfriends that was yeah. part of the point too. <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh, Rick Mayo will be missed and uh, I'll drink to him sing a wrong song of the week was sent in by Dwayne on Facebook. Uh, it's a song called Kick That Soccer Ball by USA Soccer Guy. Wackerly, have you heard of this, this guy? No. He's a wacky cool? dude. I think, he's a, I think he's a comedian. I think so. But he, you know, I kind of like his song. He has a song called Keep Your Chins Up about Piers Morgan. <laughs> he, had, he had multiple chins, that guy. But uh, I kind of hope this is the new theme of the World Cup. Kick that soccer ball by the soccer guys. We're going to use that to end the show. Um, we got to get out of here. You got you have some World Cup to watch tonight. I don't want to interfere anymore with your World Cup time. Yeah, I'm going to go watch, watch the World World Cups. Do you, do you have like a World Cup? You should just put on just a generic soccer shirt. I just love soccer. You look really cool right now. I bet you right I'm now. I'm just going to cut a soccer ball open and wear it like a beanie. Do What's up, bros? It's that time of year again. How many people do you think are dragging their father out to watch soccer? Five? I don't know. Maybe, maybe <laughs> like, where? In the whole country? No, it's Father's the world? Day. I bet you they're like, it's, you know, this is a big father-son bonding thing. Does uh, Papa Wackerly like soccer? Fuck no. <laughs> what do you, did you get him a card? No. A <laughs> Not card. even a card. A card. What do you get? Dad, do a you card. Call him? Huh? Yeah, I'm going to call. Uh, okay, you gave me at least a call. All right. Well, at least you're calling your dad on Father's Day. Anyway, happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. And, um, yeah, you know what? Don't don't bother watching the World Cup. There's plenty of other things you can do with your time, like uh, emailing Sick and Wrong the podcast. Much more interesting. <laughs> Listen to our show. Um, people, will be back next week with episode uh, 437. Till then, take it easy. Here's the cross pass.
gotta do yeah. To win the World Cup, now he's telling you You play the ball from the defense And through the middle through the Play middle, it baby. to the wide guy And watch him dribble And make the deep possession slide And lead the defense guy Just like a bad guy Just like a chicken fry Now play it back to the quarterback On his own, watch him kick it real nice Into the danger box zone To the big guy Headshot on the spot Real hot, goal shot Sweet the players head back to the locker as the fans make the money for the real nice sucker. I need some bell money. Um, yeah, I got drunk and um, ran over a couple of people in my car. And, yeah, I'm in a lot of freaking trouble. Uh, yeah, just uh, I'll try to try, uh, call you on yourself. So, uh, yeah, I'm in a lot of trouble, man. <laughs> 